Hey, welcome to the Comic Syllabus Podcast, where um, we read widely and dig deep in comics and graphic novels for kids, teens, and strange academy... Academies. 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 Is that a word? Yes, it is. Academies. Aha. We've landed on our title. Today we're talking about Strange Academy, the Marvel series that is written by Scotty Young and drawn by Umberto Ramos with El- Edgar Delgado. I like how I said written. <laughs> Pronouncing those T's. <laughs> Speaking of T's, I'm Teacher Dad. This is co-host Kid. Say hi. Woo woo. Hi. How you been? Great. Good. All right. Well, this has been Comic Syllabus for Kids, Teens, and Strange Academy. No. So we try to read comics for kids, teens, and, and in-betweens. And um, uh, I'm honored to, to be joined by my co-host, herself an in-between. Um, I am a middle school English teacher who enjoys um, reading comics and graphic novels with um, my students, with my daughters, as co-host Kid is. And we try to unpack, you know, what we're reading and and uh, dig a little deep into it. So today we're talking about Strange Academy, um, which is a series from Marvel Comics that began in 2020-ish, perhaps. <laughs> Written by the... Um, you can't see my faces, but I'm making a lot of uh, maybe faces. <laughs> Written by the um, one and only Scotty Young and drawn by the inimitable Umberto Ramos. All right, um, co-host kid, um, let's let's dig deep into this comic book. 18 issues. It just ended earlier this year. I just found out from you, because I've only read the first 12, that it ended on a cliffhanger. Yes, very cliffhangery. Very cliffhangery. Um, and we don't know what's to happen with these characters that you have come to really enjoy. To kind of, you've kind of uh, found a new Marvel obsession. Is that yes. fair to say? I always love when there's new series, series, <laughs> new series that ha- that are like, I don't know. They just feel like within my territory, and this is a good example of that. Yeah, I'm so glad we found this. We've been reading a lot of Marvel lately, uh, as you can tell from the back. <laughs> backlist of uh of this podcast uh let's see she hulk we you've been reading yep you read the the uh complete kelly thompson run of captain marvel mm-hmm. you have also been reading uh lots of other things but it was interesting when i asked you to compare this with some of your favorites like miss marvel or squirrel girl you actually compared it to something that kind of surprised me yeah, well, the first thing that popped into my head um, was a series we may have talk, talked a little bit mm-hmm. about in the past, mm-hmm. but it's the Wasp series mm-hmm. drawn by Guru Hero. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure who it's written by. Um, I want to say Jeremy Whitley, but I might be wrong about that. But yeah, there was a Wasp series that Guru Hero drew, and uh, they, um, <coughs> uh, they're, they're probably <laughs> our favorite. One of our favorite Marvel mm-hmm. artists, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's similar. That one is similar a little bit to, to Strange Academy. Um, how? Because it seems on the surface pretty different, right? Yeah. The scenarios are completely different. But the 
tone is mm. similar, mm -hmm. meaning that it's most of the time it's fun and funny and lighthearted, mm -hmm. but it can get a little darker and more serious. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, maybe we should talk a little about what Strange Academy is, right? Or as I like to call it, Qi Guai Xue Yin. I always joke in our household, we, um, we're we not great at it, but we're, we all speak a little Mandarin. So I call Dr. Strange Chi Kwai Yisen, which is literally like strange doctor, but it's, you know, really poor translation um, with my broken Chinese. Anyway, um, Strange Academy <laughs> is about a magic school yes. with um, students who come from far and wide who've been recruited, and I, I can't remember what the Marvel event was that this took place after, but basically there was a lot of, obviously, Doctor Strange-related um, uh, uh, things that went on with magic. Magic was, like, broken, right? Remember they alluded to that at the beginning? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I think realizing once they restored magic somehow, um, then all the magic-y <laughs> Marvels. All the magic magic. All, all the magic -y Marvels, such as Doctor Strange and um, Magic... <laughs> from from the New Mutants and uh, who else is there? Wanda uh, Maximoff. Wanda Maximoff and, and uh, Nico Minora from uh, Runaways. Minora. Yeah, Minora, sorry. They all kind of decide, hey, we got to teach the next generation of magic-y kids how to magic. So that's is that is that a pretty good summary of the, at least the initial premise of Strange Academy? Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm -hmm. um, but... What makes it so fun and interesting is really the characters, right? Yes. So the you, you tell are us very about the characters. Can you give us a rundown of who we meet on uh, day one of, of Strange Academy? All right. So we have a lot of characters. It looks like. We're thumbing through pages right now. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like. Um, 11 characters mm -hmm. if i got that math right yeah. <laughs> um that's how math works <laughs> <laughs> okay sarcasmo <laughs> sarcasmo is not one of the characters just a name <laughs> my daughter affectionately calls me um yeah let's so uh, 11 kids is that right 11 kids yes, characters 11 kids. student characters students who and and it's boarding school style so they're gonna have roommates and they gotta learn to yeah. live with each other as well as go to class together and the classes are stuff like you know how to do spells or whatever time travel things or whatever yeah so um you know, yeah normal high school stuff yeah 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 well do us a roll call who are our main characters what are their relationships with each other what's their backgrounds all right um first up we have emily bright who's mm -hmm. our main main character mm. Um, and she, we don't actually go a lot into her magic. Mm -hmm. She has, I don't know, it's, she can heal people. Mm -hmm. She has yellow things, <laughs> attacks. I'm not. Yellow things that attack, yeah? Yeah. Magic-y, attack-y things that come magic out of her things. hands, maybe? <laughs> yeah, um. Yeah. Emily is the character we first meet. And like a lot of superhero stories, especially ones with youth, you know, it's sort of like she is coming upon her own magic powers. And then, you know, Velma Stanton, who is a character we met 
you know, recently introduced in I think the 2016 Doctor Strange run um, by Jason Aaron and Chris Pachalo. Uh, Velma kind of comes along and says like, hey, you're, you're one we, we want to recruit to our school and sort of has to make the presentation to her parents and her parents are like, no, our kid, no way. You know, but then they decide ultimately that they have okay, to. So it's yes that, kind, that kind of a scenario that we may have seen before and everything from, you know, your, your X-Men books to Harry Potter or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, so Emily, we meet, and she's kind of the, almost the main character, the point of view character, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. And who else? Who else do we meet? Uh, okay, next we have Doyle D- Dormammu, the son of Dormammu, ends up... <laughs> Doyle Dormammu. Doyle Dormammu. Son of Dormammu. Yes, his last name is Dormammu, <laughs> apparently. Sure. Right. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Which I don't understand why you need that because all the other characters have, like, there are some what, other one, characters one that name. just have no last names. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have like, to know he comes from the Dormammu family. The flaming head is not enough. The flaming head is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you may, have to know. I guess he, I mean, maybe he could have been Doyle Mamu. Like, his dad's <laughs> name is Dor. I, I, I've met a professor uh, whose first name is Dora. I think, I think there are some places where Dora is a first name. Dor Mamu and Doyle Mamu, but they have to just name him Doyle Dor Mamu, I guess. He's got a flaming head. It looks like a pumpkin. <laughs> he uh, definitely looks like a pumpkin. Obviously a little threatening to think that the son of Dor Mamu is a student at Strange Academy. Mm, yes. But we are very quickly assured by the teachers that uh, not evil, at least as far as we can tell. As far as we can tell. Well, it, it just kind of does show that strange academy is not does not discriminate right between Mm -hmm. i guess if your background is supposedly good or evil or whatever you know or pumpkin head magic is magic (laughs) pumpkin head or or blue fairy or you know Mm -hmm. you know dark dimension or whatever right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay so we got doyle um who winds up maybe surprisingly one of the more charming and and sympathetic characters, mm-hmm. right? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we have Emily's roommate, um Shaylee Moonpetal, mm. who is a fairy from fairy place. <laughs> I, I all these characters come from specific places and I only know some of them. Yeah, that's so. maybe some Marvel backstory we may not know, right? Fairy place. Fairy place. Yeah. She's blue. <laughs> She's uh happy. Happy. Very happy. Spunky, funny. The whole um roommate roommate chimship. Roommate chimship, yep. Mm-hmm. Of uh Emily and Shaylee mm-hmm. gives me a lot of Moon and Kinkajou vibes. Ah. Um, that's a Wings so of Fire if reference. You have if any of you out there have read Wings of Fire, mm-hmm. you'll kind of know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so Sha- Shaylee and uh Emily wind up as roommates. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And then next we have uh, two Asgardian twins. Oh, Asgardian twins. Yes. Yes. Um, Alvi, who's like smart, mm-hmm. has glasses. <laughs> Therefore smart. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Is it a chicken or egg situation? Is he smart because he wears glasses or do the glasses make him smart? I don't know. Okay. Right. And he. And he's got, he's got the man bun, right? Yeah. Good. Yeah. And then his brother, Eric, who mm-hmm. is roommates with Doyle and has a huge problem with him. Mm-hmm. They argue, like, a lot. A lot. Immediately and all throughout, right? So Eric, one of the Asgardians, is 
is um, matched up by the teachers with Doyle, mm -hmm. their roommates, and from from jump they're nope, not getting along. Nope, nope. <laughs> it's it's a nope. <laughs> and apparently their last name is Brorson. <laughs> B R O R, son. Brorson. <laughs> Brorson. Wow, <laughs> the two Asgardians. Their last name is Brorson. Brorson. That sounds like a joke me and your Uncle Sonny make up. We it does. always make puns about being bros because we're literal brothers. <laughs> or you know how in Asgard, like they'll have hell, but it's H-E-L, hell, mm -hmm. you know, or, you know, all these things that mm -hmm. are like, maybe it's like they're just person, but it's Brorson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Eric and what's the other one's name? Alvi. Alvi. Brorson. 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 <laughs> Person. Oh, co-host kid, you're you're my favorite person. Okay, you're my favorite person. You're the best person you're... on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got these two brothers from yes. Asgard. Asgard. Uh huh. And they're magic wielding as well. Yes. I think there's a funny scene at the beginning where they're like, "Do you know Thor?" And he's like, "Not everybody knows Thor. He's busy." And then they go, Asgard. "Do you know Odin?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't remember which one of them it is. But yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Not every Brorson knows Thor. Just <laughs> okay. Who else do we got? Um, then we have Desi. Desi. Which is short for despair. Ah. Um, because she's a demon from Limbo. A demon from Limbo named Despair who goes by Desi. Mm -hmm. And seems to know supernaturally what people's fates and futures are but like the darkest version of <laughs> yeah like the most miserable version possible yeah 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 okay so she's kind of she's she reminds me of sadness in inside out she's kind of always moping around <laughs> kind of. like, like really mm. pessimistic and stuff okay mm. yeah okay desi yes yeah mm -hmm. good keep rounding out our cast who else is there and next someone who desi has a relationship with their roommates mm -hmm. and um uh is zoe laveau Le mm -hmm. yeah zoe laveau um maybe we don't reveal necessarily maybe we can do a spoiler section yeah. at the end but we don't reveal all the backstory about zoe but she seems cool but there's definitely some mystery of some intrigue some something she's hiding or keeping Track. a uh, secret for this character, yes. Um, all right, and then finish this off. We got Toth, who's mm -hmm. a, what is he, an ice creature? Crystal. Crystal monster Guy? who doesn't talk. And then we have a um, uh, a frost giant. From Jotunheim. From Jotunheim. What's his name? Gus. Her name, Gus? Him. 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 And then we have two more. Uh, yeah, Herman and Calvin. And Calvin. Calvin wears a magic jacket. Yes, magic jacket, which has, like, eyeballs. <laughs> In case you're wondering, magic jacket, like, happy magic jacket? Mm -hmm. Nope, eyeballs. No, it, it has eyeballs and eats things. Sure. Anything I, that exceeds two eyeballs is not happy. Yeah. You know, like, one eyeball, yeah, what? happy. I mean, one eyeball can be happy. One eyeball can be happy. Two eyeballs pretty happy pretty happy yeah multiple beyond that eh. pretty scary yeah so <laughs> i do feel like calvin the eyeball jacket is the is the character i relate the most to 
he's kind of short, kind of chubby, and <laughs> he, um, you know, feels seems like a little kid. Um, but then he wears this super powerful jacket. That's how I feel about my own jackets. I'm just like, <laughs> look at my jackets. Yeah, they have eyeballs. Jackets and eyeballs. <laughs> Powers. All right. So they all get together. Um, I think the story does kind of um, appeal because it, well, let me let you tell it. What What is it that made Strange Academy fun for you? Well, a lot of the um, fun is the self-containedness of it all hmm. um i feel like i'm adding a lot of like stuff to words that don't really exist <laughs> it's okay just keep talking <laughs> <laughs> we'll understand what you mean but um, tell us tell us what do you mean what, what do you mean by the self-containedness of it all a lot of marvel things as i've talked about before mm -hmm. um are like you have to know all these things or you have to at least infer or it's like go read this thing and that thing will tell you to read five other things right. and you have to but um this comic new characters mm -hmm. it's a new series so that means the characters don't go anywhere new mm -hmm. in between the issues mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or the arcs mm -hmm. um and it's then like there are things from outside like where all the kids are from mm -hmm. and like the teachers mm -hmm. stuff that it's like helpful to know sure but you they're don't from limbo they're from Jotunheim, yeah. whatever yeah you don't need it in the story right which is kind of fun yeah 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 it's where um marvel takes um certain types of stories you know like the kind that harry potter is you know new kids at a new school we're mm -hmm. all getting to know each other we're all very different have to find a way to get along and are paired up in these funny strange emotional you know mm -hmm. quasi-romantic semi-romantic almost romantic eventually romantic relationships mm -hmm. and then there's all kinds of sparks that fly in that kind of new school mm -hmm. um, situation right and they do that pretty well, but they, they have the reference points of, oh, these, these guys are from Asgard, and this yeah. is Dormammu's son, and stuff like that. But you don't necessarily have to know that to enjoy it, you know, mm -hmm. to know about that, to enjoy it. Yeah, so it's got a certain self-containedness, yeah. <laughs> as you said, and, um, and not too referential to the outside of the universe. Um, that's a funny thing to say, though, if I'm, if I'm honest, about why it's fun, right? Is it just mm -hmm. that because, I mean, I can see how that would be fun that would help to make a story understandable but why is it why does that make it fun or or what is fun about the story um well that's just one element that helps um especially to readers who don't read a ton of marvel mm -hmm. i would suggest this one mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um it's a good entry uh, entryway yeah for, for readers yeah you can know. like start out here and not mm -hmm. have to know all the things yeah all yeah things. yeah we don't have like years of backstory for our main characters yeah okay um but it's also just kind of fun it has a light-hearted tone mm -hmm. with like jokes and like just happy mm -hmm. but um still interesting intrigue conflict yeah. yeah mystery can you give us some examples maybe find some scenes that um show us the kind of you know the tone the vibe of the story and um you know while you do I'll, i can mention that it's written by scotty young and you have read uh, you've seen a lot of scotty young art that you enjoy right mm -hmm. scotty young is a super fun artist and and i remember when we read when you were 
um, smaller, the, um, what was it, uh, Baby Avengers versus X-Men or something. And, yeah, something like and that. And his, his art style is so fun, and he started out kind of making, um, showing up on the scene with the, the, the Wizard of Oz adaptation that he had done. Um, and lately, he still does a lot of covers, and sometimes he'll do some interior art, but for the most part, Scotty Young, I, it looks like he's been transitioning to a lot of writing. Like, he has a recent series from Image um, called Twig, where he's primarily writing in, a, in a, a series with artist Jorge Corona called Middle West, also from Image. And, and then there's this, you know? So it's interesting that such a, um, an amazing writer with, you know, I mean, sorry, an artist with such a distinct style and huge fans, and he still does a ton of art, is also such a good writer and can write such interesting comics, right? Mm -hmm. So just an overall great storyteller. And then the artist, um, Umberto Ramos. Well, I want to ask you about your, your opinion about um, about Ramos, but seems seems like you found a scene that might be worth yeah um, um, telling us about. This is pretty early on in the first issue. Mm -hmm. It's where they're all kind of getting to know each other, mm -hmm. um, and they're the they're at the table eating lunch, mm -hmm. and Calvin is talking about his foster homes, uh -huh. um, and he's like, "But now I'm here, so none of that matters." Mm -hmm. And is that? Emily? I think that's Emily. Mm -hmm. She says, why is that? I mean, why are we all here? And Desi says, because of death, because of you, because of us, because of life. And then, <laughs> and then Herman says, well, that was a bit extra. <laughs> and Emily goes, what does that mean? Um, sorry, what was your name again? And Desi is like, it's despair, but you can call me Desi. I'm a demon from limbo and I can see the dark, painful, desperate side of all things at all times. So yes, I'm a bit, as he said, extra. <laughs> and then I think it's, I think it's Eric. He's like, okay, on that note, I'm going to go up and not be around her for a minute. <laughs> That's right. And it really has the funny vibe of like, we're very different kids. We're all like eating together at the lunch table. But like, wow, these kids are weird. Like, <laughs> which any of them could say about any of them. Yeah. So mm -hmm. fun, yeah. So it's really kind of how the sparks fly when these characters mix. There's another um, aspect of this which is th has to do with the teachers, many of whom are characters we know about, right? Mm -hmm. But um, we were talking about a little bit how there's like um, a Harry Potter element, which <laughs> I totally say, even though neither you nor I nor mom, despite being like avid readers and watchers of many TV shows and movies and series, have not nope. consumed Harry Potter. Like, no at some point, um, co uh, what, a, what a co host mom, teacher mom, whatever. And I just decided that everybody was so into it, and we were a little too old and a little over it. And we just never, we re I read the first book and kind of watched the movie a little bit of the first one. And I don't know, I just, but you know, obviously, it's so much in the culture that I do know a little bit about what it's like. And the whole thing where magic school, kids who are learning. Um, magic but teachers can you trust them can you trust these magic you know, teachers I don't know Te teachers I've never trusted teachers teachers, are, they're, teachers are always very sus <laughs> all teachers all the time yeah so um, that seems to be an element of this book too right mm-hmm yeah cool well let's talk about the art or did you want to 
talk about something else? No, we can talk about the art. Okay. I think the art is great. Is it Umberto, Umberto Ramos, Ramos through the whole run? Yes, I think so. And mm. I think we might talk about this more later, but mm. kicking off the new run, yeah. uh, it should still be Ramos. Yeah, I think so. So I think it stopped maybe early this summer. Issue 18 came out. Mm-hmm. So. And then they announced that July, starting something. in, uh, oh yeah, yeah, starting in October, the um, they're kind of re- rebooting it as Strange Academy, what's it called? Finals. Strange Academy Finals, right, the new number one. Same same team, Scotty Young and uh, Umberto Ramos, mm-hmm. um, continuing the story, because at where we left off at issue 18, apparently, uh, some cliffhangers. Cliffhangers. <laughs> cliffhangers. Cliffhangers. Um, so, Okay. So Umberto Ramos's art is very cool. Ramos been around for a while. This might be the first thing you've. I mean, I bet you've read something before with, with Ramos art, but maybe this is the first extended reading. What would you say about Ramos's style and, uh, and did you like it? Uh, I like it. I think um, in addition to the colors, mm. it's very easy to read. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that is due to the art, but also just coloring because, you know, bad coloring can, like, butcher even the greatest art. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, like, I like the art style. It's mm-hmm. more, it's leaning a little bit towards anime manga style-ish, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. with still more realistic than, say, Guru Hero, mm-hmm, which, mm-hmm. who I also like. Yeah. Yeah. As men- as previously mentioned. Yeah, big fans of Gory Hero. But, you know, Gory Hero, they, their style is definitely more of an anime manga, as you said. Uh, I would say Umberto Ramos leans a few ticks that way in that direction, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but, you know, then say the grittier, like, you know, um, typical Marvel artist or the more realistic. You said, like, uh, David Aja's Hawkeye is more realistic. This is a little more cartoony. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's a good description. Uh, very appealing art, I think, and you're right about the colors. Um, you were saying something about the art um, and how easy it is to read, or, you know, like a, a quality that is appealing to read. Because there's a lot that goes on in this book that could make it visually very, like, messy, right? Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we are dealing with... Um, monsters in the spirit realm and creatures that all look very different <laughs> from each other but that that the style makes it i think playful and inviting and uh and readable very very uh very good good readable stuff right mm-hmm. okay cool well um i guess you know 18 issues pretty compelling i mean you just tore through those um yep you, that was almost like uh, we we're gonna need to stop because you need to go to bed, and then but you can finish tomorrow, <laughs> and you kind of worked your way through the first twelve issues are kind of their own story, their own run. Yeah. There's a little bit of a denouement at at uh, issue twelve, but then it picks mm-hmm. back up in, in thirteen. Um, do you want to? There's sh- even at the end at the end, which is oh yeah, there's at the end at the end of issue twelve, which is not often not often seen. I wonder if they thought that the 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 series might end there yeah and uh then they wound up uh you know getting like getting renewed renewed. (laughs) that's right yeah yeah getting the green light um well tell me a little bit about um uh well do you want to go in a spoiler 
Spoiler land? Sure. Should we go into spoiler territory? Okay. Spoiler section starting. Spoiler section starting now. So if you've read, um, if you if you haven't read Strange Academy, this is probably a good time to jump off, and um, you know we we do recommend it. It's a great series. Check it out. Um, if you don't want to hear what happens, uh, see ya. <laughs> Bye. See you next week. We'll have an interview with uh, Ryman Ayi and uh, and my aunt is a monster. Uh, but for those of you who have already read Strange Academy or don't care about spoilers, let's dig in. Let's do it. All right. Okay. So you just read issue 18, co-host kid, mm-hmm. and your jaw was dropped. because in the first arc i guess there's a pretty typical story i mean it's exciting right Mm -hmm. but um pretty typical story but but getting towards the end do you want to talk a little bit about where this story left off and why we need (laughs) the new strange academy finals number one to come out soon comes out in on october 20th yes so um at the end, there's a lot leading up to it, but basically, due to uh, due to a darker influence, mm. um, uh, Emily is somewhat questionably evil. Mm-hmm. Um, Our main character. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and it uh, the last page is her announcing that they're gonna go live in the dark dimension apparently which is scary especially since um she was she's been having a huge fight with doyle Mm. who is literally from the dark dimension yes yes and we 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 haven't mentioned but of course in a in one of the funnier romances of comics um (laughs) doyle and um uh and emily strike up a you know affectionate relationship i think they kiss within the first five issues or something yeah something like that that's when spoiler we can territory we can talk about that i think it's a cute relationship but i'm sad if it uh leads to evil (laughs) yeah that sucks and it looks like that all the kids are kind of like ready to bail on strange academy Mm -hmm. yeah at the end of issue 17 Mm -hmm. um Emily gets them all just to walk out because mm-hmm. the teachers are being sus. Because, um, mm-hmm. as we have previously stated, never trust teachers. They're so <laughs> they're so sus all the time. All of them teachers are so sus. <laughs> teachers are the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're definitely teachers. yeah up to some up to some shady shady doings. I kind of like the 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 staging the walkout thing though. You know, as yeah. somebody who's all about kids rising up when they see. Um, injustice teachers. you know <laughs> not teachers <laughs> specifically but yes when the teachers are um you know are not are, are not being the models of morality that they should be um so that the, the kids are walking out um yeah and so it looks like at the at the end of this you know what's to become of emily and our and our dear doyle dormammu mm-hmm. yeah um Let's talk about this series as far as how it um, sort of how it ranks among your <laughs> my my favorite thing to ask you to do your least oh, favorite thing great. to do how it ranks among the the 
kind of the Marvel series that are more targeted towards teens, uh, kids, teens, and in betweens that you've read lately. You know, because you've read a lot of stuff, Runaways, uh, She-Hulk. You know, some of these geared a little bit towards older readers, some of it towards younger readers. But um, who would you? I, I guess I'll put it this way: instead of ranking, who would you recommend Strange Academy for among, let's say, some of the like the big sisters you have, or the big brothers, or the kids your age, your peers, or younger kids, or, you know, your friend's little brothers, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think Strange Academy is good for kids around my age, mm-hmm. um, possibly slightly younger if they're used to reading Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you don't have to read a ton of Marvel before, as I've previously mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, because it's, like, more self-contained, mm-hmm. which helps. The self-containedness. Um, self, self-containedness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> self-containery yes um and because it's a more light-hearted um comic but Mm -hmm. there's also you know it gets a little darker yeah 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 a little bit of eyeball so would you say that this is a a recommendation you would put above like mm, i don't know what's another book for kids around this age would you recommend it like for kids who were coming off of watching some MCU and wanted some cool superhero type stuff? Um, I think I would more recommend it for kids who don't mind like some of the Marvel tropes mm. and liked like school scenarios mm-hmm. and yeah yeah kids who are fun into, like, characters and reading like a wings of fire kind of thing right yeah if you're looking for more marvel or mcu tone mm. um i'd suggest trying out some other series mm-hmm. none that come to mind right now but i'm sure there are mm-hmm. some great ones out there mm-hmm. some avengers or some yeah. captain marvel like you were reading mm-hmm. right yeah this one might be more for like a convert from uh you know, like YA or middle grade series, right? Yeah. Fantasy series or even just realistic fiction series that's just like take place in school and involve kind of the interactions and relationships of, of adolescents. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> One other thing we mentioned is a way to describe the characters. We talked about maybe fan casting. If we could do like an animated Strange Academy show. Um, so let's think about who... Who would we get to either play or voice act the uh, some of these characters? Yes, fun. Yeah, um, <laughs> fun. Yes, 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 it is fun. Fun. <laughs> um, you had a good idea for Doyle Dormammu. Yes, I think um, my fan casting for Doyle Dormammu is Dante Bosco, who played <laughs> Zuko in Avatar. Yes. The last airbender. Yeah. Not the blue people. Good old Rufio. <laughs> uh, Doyle Dormammu's word, word balloons, if you're listening at this point, you know this already, but uh, are, are written in this different style. It's kind of Dormammu-ish style, right? Yeah, Dormammu. A lot of characters in Marvel, it's always fun when they have their own font. Mm-hmm. Like the Asgardians have their own font too, or like yeah. the bubbles are a different color. Text yeah. is a different color. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so... Um, Dormammu by Dante Bosco. <laughs> I like that. Okay, Doyle Dormammu. Because he's got kind of like the um, the kind of rough edge, mm-hmm. but 
can be very charming. Yeah, very charming and sweet. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Okay, well, who else could we fan cast in this? Hmm. I was brainstorming um, uh, voice actresses for Shaylee. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, I have cast an actress as Kinkadoo before, mm. and Shaylee reminds Kinkadu, me a lot a of Kinkadoo from, uh, from Wings of Fire. From Wings of Fire again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So the actress of uh, Kinkajou that, you, or the who was that actress for Kinkajou that you were talking about? I am not entirely sure, but I think a good choice might be Kristen Bell. Oh, yeah. She might be able to do it. Sure. Um, Perky and... Yeah. Um, sometimes... Uh, uh, very lot, very sweet talks, talks a lot talks fast yeah yeah as proven by central park <laughs> yes if you've seen the show central park which we keep recommending yep uh that's funny i did think too also of titus burgess who, who plays cole on yes. central park would be a, maybe a good calvin yeah <laughs> i feel like calvin and in his uh yes. jacket of many eyes jacket could be titus burgess. a little bit cole like from that show yes yeah that's good that's good all right. Anyone else come to mind? Oh, we're, oh maybe uh, some Hemsworths. <laughs> we can get some of the kid, those kids, Hemsworth kids. Hemsworth kids. From the, um, from the Thor Love and Thunder, right? Didn't he have his kids yeah. in it? It was like, I think you said, oh, that movie was like all their kids. Yeah. <laughs> it was like. Just a bunch of Hemsworths and YTTs. <laughs> Just a bunch of Hemsworths and YTTs among those kids. Yeah, yeah. We could get some Hem- Hemsworth kids to play uh, the Asgardians or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? This might actually be a thing soon. Yeah. Marvel is definitely branching out, so. I know, I know. Yeah, any other Maybe fan casting ideas, or, or that's it? Well, we probably need someone to play Emily. Main character. Main character. Anyone come to mind? Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't thought this through. Yes, we have not. We didn't do our homework. <laughs> we did not. Well, she's interesting because I think she's kind of starts out as standard female lead character, you know. Yeah. So I don't know, Mandy Moore. She's the she was the voice for um, Tangled, you mm-hmm. know, like someone like that, you know. Yeah. But then I go, well, she's got some layers to her. And then, mm-hmm. you know, could Manny Moore go evil? <laughs> That's a twist, you know? Yes. So um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I also wonder who would play Zoe. Mm-hmm. That's a cool character. And we're in Spoilerland, so, we, you know, we can talk about Zoe's um, uh, The Undead. Yes. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> you had a character that you related Zoe to who isn't a, or I guess hasn't been adapted or maybe not yet, right? Not yet. Yeah, but Zoe reminded you of someone else. Do you want to say who that yes, was? Yes, Zoe um, reminds me of Hazel Levesque from Percy Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, similar vibe to the characters. Mm-hmm. They're both dead, even though that's true of literally... I mean, they both died and come back, which is... <laughs> Not a huge factor because that's literally true of like l- 
almost every Marvel <laughs> character ever, but... Yeah. Mm, yeah. Counts for something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so who is that actress? Magic-like related-ish. Yeah, yeah, who would be a good Zoe? That's a good question. Hey, I just had an idea for a different character. You know who could get to play Toth? Vin Diesel. <laughs> if you've gotten this far, you know that Toth does not say anything. Yes. And Vin Diesel. <laughs> Plays I Am Groot. I Am Groot. Right. Who <laughs> does not, barely say says much. anything. <laughs> he, he, has, he has the vocabulary of a total of five words. <laughs> Five? Is there even five? Yeah, because he said we are Groot one oh, time. Oh, that's true. That's we a good point. Are. We are. I am Groot. He also uh, needs to grunt sometimes or whatever. And yeah. I imagine for Toth, that's what <laughs> you need. So time to dish out those Vin Diesel bucks to get um, yep. to get him to play. It. But maybe he could serve double, double duty because I feel like um, Vin Diesel could also be Gus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Hey, maybe... Um, Herman could be played by the um, Diego Luna, the Cassian Andor guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. What do you think yeah. about that one? That, yeah. that would be a good casting. Yeah. All right. Well, um, that was fun. Strange Academy. Thumbs up. Woo woo. Let us know what you think in the uh, comments. <laughs> Rate and view. Like and subscribe. Like comics, and subscribe. Comic right. syllabus for kids, teens, and in-betweens. Woo woo. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back, like I said, in a couple weeks. We have an interview with... Raimana Yi, fantastic creator. A new book coming out called My Aunt is a Monster. You should definitely check that out. And then check out our conversation with Raimana next week. And uh, and then we'll be back with more more comics. More fun. Yeah. Thanks so much, co-host kid. Anything else you want to say? Borson. <laughs> Borson. You are my favorite Borson in the world. All right. Take care. All right.